There are two types of people in the world, people who love personality tests and people who don't. All these crazy things that we're always asking ourselves. Quizzical? Cheers. Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Erin. And this is Quizzical, the podcast where we take assessments, quizzes, and tests, and we use them as an excuse to get together and hang out. And as per episode, what is this? Seven? Something like that. Something like that? Yeah. We'll just say seven for now. Maybe eight? Eight? One of those. We're just drinking wine and and talking about quizzes. So yeah, yeah, here we are. One of the things that we uh, maybe aren't particularly good at, but we love to do. (laughs) It it helps the dialogue, all right? (laughs) It does. It does. Um, Okay, so today we took the Enneagram. 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 I'm not quite sure where the word Enneagram comes from, unfortunately. I'm sure that information is easily discovered, um, but I don't know it. Yeah, I also like how it's also called the Riso Hudson Enneagram Type Indicator, a.k.a. R-H-E-T-I. Just Enneagram. That's yeah. that's long enough. Yeah. So, fine. anyway, if you if you find it, it's the Reti... Riso Hudson, blah, blah, blah. I've seen it as multiple things, but Enneagram seems to be the main player. Mm-hmm. Um, so we found out about this particular assessment um, from my mom, actually. Um, she works for a um, executive coaching um, company, and they took it. The employees took it. Um, which is really funny because my mom is not really like super into doing assessments or anything like that. But it's part of her job. It is, yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of interesting to hear about it from her as someone who isn't doesn't necessarily prescribe to assessments, but she did find it to be interesting, um, primarily because she thought she was one type and ended up being another one. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and actually, I think she and another person from her work ended up being the same type, in, which she found to be very surprising as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we, what's interesting about what we did this time is we did a free version, which we love, and then we also did the paid version, which is actually from the Enneagram Institute. Mm -hmm. So, um, we'll talk about the free one first. Yeah. So, I mean, the difference between the two is besides the cost and we'll just say free is obviously free and the actual version is $12, but the free one is, um, Basically the same questions. So the, f- the full one is 144 questions. Mm-hmm. The free version is 38. It's, it's basically a sample. So it's 38 of those same questions. So the benefit of the full version, which you can pay for $12 for, is obviously the results will be skewed as you continue. Okay, so here's the format. I'm going to back up. Mm-hmm. So the format is a statement or a question, mostly statements, I believe, and then you answer one or two. That's it. So you only have two answers. Um, I thought it was interesting that on the on the full version, you have to choose one of the two, which makes sense because you have 144 statements to go through to kind of process where you're at. Whereas the free version, being a sample, there's only 38. There's maybe a little bit more leniency. You can skip a question if you wanted to, I noticed. They mm-hmm. encourage you not to, but if you feel really stuck, you can skip that, and maybe that is also part of the consideration. Um, the main thing about the different, the main difference, which we'll get into, is the results themselves. Mm-hmm. So the free version also uh, obviously gives you like a limited scope of what all of this means, where the main version is, I would say, which we'll get into again, well worth the $12. Yes, totally agree. Okay, so 
Basically, the results are there are nine types. Mm-hmm. So after you get through all of it, free or not, you have you are ranked within these nine types. And so just kind of going through it real quick, type one is the reformer, type two is the helper, type three is the achiever slash motivator, type four, individualist slash artist, type five, investigator slash thinker, six is loyalist, seven, enthusiast, eight, challenger, and then finally nine, the peacemaker. Mm-hmm. So you can already tell kind of the personalities being developed within the, the statements alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one thing that I thought was interesting about the free version is, and especially after taking the mm-hmm. paid version, is that the free version, those questions very nearly mirrored the yeah. paid version. Of course, less of them. Almost exactly to the first 38, yes. I would say. Yeah, totally mm-hmm. agree. Um, which I guess on the website that we took it on, which was nine, the number nine types.com, they do in their intro mention that the test uh, creator for the official one gave them like an earlier version or something similar to that effect. There were some rights involved. Yeah. Yeah. So that made sense that it did that. And I think it adds a little bit more or a lot more legitimacy to the free one, Mm -hmm. which was cool. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I did feel that the experience of taking the test and then kind of what you get felt like, okay, well, this makes sense. Um, you can't deep dive as much as you might want to, but that's standard mm-hmm. with, with the free version. Yeah, the free literally just so it, like, it takes the 38 questions and breaks them down, how you answer them, type one, type two, type three, etc., and like how many points you have so it's like an a pointed scale and then it says what it is and then it gives like two words description so it's, pre- it's pretty straightforward and then um we can go into this but um I'll, i will just say the the extended version if you're interested in this at all i think it was really interesting because i i spent maybe 30 minutes reading it and i didn't even get through half of it mm-hmm if that and that was only the extended version gave you a full breakdown of your top three I believe um types and even that was crazy yeah so I I think it depends but yeah Mm -hmm. let's jump into the extended one because we can talk about how our results compare exactly but yeah the so for me and I was curious to see what your experience was because for me it gave me my top type but then it basically said that I had three types that were um tied for second oh Interesting. Yeah, so my results PDF is like 34 pages because they do a breakdown of each one. Okay, so mine, I had my top three pages, or Mm -hmm. my my top three. Mm -hmm. So my, I had, so I'll just say right now, Mm -hmm. my top three were type nine, which is the peacemaker. My score was 25. High. Um, My second one was the helper, which is 21. My third was the achiever, 18. And then enthusiast seventeen, and then everything else was like fourteen and below. Okay. So I got I got my three types broken down. Okay. My top three types, rather. Got it. Well, that's really interesting um, to hear that because we have some overlap. Um, my top one was type three, the achiever. My score is twenty two, so definitely not as not. I didn't get any rankings as high as twenty five, um, and then for my second or. Second place would be type six, the loyalist at 19. And then 
type nine, the peacemaker and type eight, the challenger both came in at, um, a score of 18. Mm. Um, but to be perfectly honest, they, the other ones are not that far off except for type four, the individualist, which is by far my Super lowest. Super low. Yeah. My lowest is the challenger, mm-hmm. which is your fourth. And that was at 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was, a, it's a very interesting, so it was hard, like taking the test itself, like mm-hmm. the experience of taking the test. Some of the questions are like, it's pretty much black and white, right? So you're going through these things and you can tell there's a pattern and you can tell like there's a personality associated with each of these, but it's, it's hard to break that down when you associate with both of them. Actually, in, in fact, a couple of them, I asked my boyfriend, like, hmm, like I had an idea, but when I was stuck on a couple, I'm like, what do you think? You know, mm-hmm. just for, which is maybe skewing. <laughs> but honestly, he answered very clearly and directly what I was kind of leaning towards, but in a more confident way than I felt. So that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But um, it was like, do you remember some examples of the questions? Um... Maybe not word for word, but yeah, some of them would be like, I, oh, um, you know, being withdrawn or distancing myself tends to get me in trouble with other people versus, um, needing to feel depend, needing people to depend on me gets me in trouble with other people Mm -hmm. or something like that. So a lot of the, the, uh, uh, paired options were very polarizing, Mm -hmm. but sometimes they're really similar, um, or at least along the same vein, it Mm -hmm. felt like. So it was, um, it was interesting that it, they weren't all polarizing, Mm -hmm. Um, but I liked that. Yeah. Which makes sense with the nine types is like, there's going to be some debate, which helps them kind of figure out where we're at. So what I, I'm super confused in a way. Like, I will say this. So Mm -hmm. the results of the extended version are awesome, and I can't wait to actually get more in-depth with them. But it's basically a circle with one through nine, um, like, lined up, and there's this whole grid, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's this main type, and every main number, so for instance, I'm the type nine. I have a growth place, which for me is type three, and the stress place, which is for me, is type six. Mm-hmm. So, f- give me your type. What are you? Type three. So, for your type three, which is my growth. Yeah. So, for me, it, so I think what is, and it was hard for me to tell because, mm-hmm. you know, my top is three and then nine and six are also in my top. Mm-hmm. For you, is six one of your result types? Um, no. Okay. So that, so for me, that clears it up a little bit because yeah. I also was confused. I was like, okay, are these arrows being drawn to nine and six because they're also kind of top results for me? Or is it because this is the way the grid works? And it's now knowing it's, that... It seems to be the way the grid works. Yes. Nine, six, three are all related to each other. Yes. And they're equidistant in mm-hmm. the grid or circle chart, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. I mean... I think they do that in, it's a visual representation, basically just showing that when you're under certain types of duress, or if you're doing well, those opposing traits or complementary traits or whatever affect you in a particular way, Mm -hmm. which is neat. Yeah. And again, like, um, I, I want to look more into this and I, I mean, maybe learning how each trait relates to each other would be cool but for you you had all three of those in your top and I did not so I couldn't even access what some of those 
traits meant. Yeah. But that said, you already have so much information laid out to you. So the way it's it's um, presented is you have your very broad, like generally speaking, here are some adjectives. Um, Conflict-wise, here are some, some issues. And at their best, here are some issues, you know. And then it goes on to getting into depth as far as relationships, the hidden side, um, a type compatibility. There's even a passion, which I thought was funny. So I read my three and it was like, it brought up sloth. It brought up uh, vanity. It brought up, um, did you have one in particular that you can remember? Um, yeah, so mine mine also has vanity in there. Um like basic loss of failure or uh, you know not wanting to fail always needing to kind of uh, succeed and stuff um, which I thought was really interesting I mean I don't I wouldn't say that my top result hit me 100% but the more oh, right. I read it the more I felt like wow this does resonate a lot because the I think that the hard part is in the intro of your type a lot of it focuses on kind of negative attributes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, so when you're reading it, you're like, oh, but I, you don't really ease into your personality type by reading the negative attributes, mm-hmm. you know? So for me at first, I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this. Cause a lot of it is about vanity and inner insecurity. And I was like, oh, I don't know if this really resonates, but the more that I read it and the more that it be, it, 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 it was explaining what that means. I was like, oh, I could, a lot of this really does resonate, and mm-hmm. I've, I found it to be really enlightening, actually. My favorite part of this, the results, hands down, was the levels of development. Did you dive into that? I didn't dive, but I, I read, you know, like, the, concept, the top of each yeah. one and stuff. So, I, I really, like, this is, I feel like a mathematician made, <laughs> made this quiz, because there's, there's nine types. The types are charted in this circular diagram and they're all related to each other and then beyond that there are basically levels nine levels of development obviously broken into threes um so it i I found this very cool because a lot of our personality tests are like here are your positives here are your negatives this one actually is like every each of the nine types are positive, but they also could be very negative. Mm-hmm. And they break that down very brilliantly. So there's three healthy levels, three average levels, and three unhealthy levels. Mm-hmm. So just to like kind of briefly touch on it, the um, my top one was this, this peacemaker, right? This number nine. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that sounds good at the front, right? But if you think about it as... It's not always a good thing. Right. So at their best, like they're literally describing, at their best, we are f- we feel autonomous and fulfilled. We have great equanimity and, and contentment. Um, we're present to ourselves, but we're also at one with self and able to move profound relationships. We're intensely alive and fully connected to self and others. Mm-hmm. Amazing, right? Like great. Yeah. At your best. And the average levels sound more like where I'm at, frankly. Mm-hmm. But then you go to the unhealthy levels, and this is where you got to have, like, kind of be careful no matter which type you are or where you're at in life in general. Um, this one says they finally become severely or disoriented and catatonic, abandoning, abandoning themselves, turning into shattered shells, multiple personalities, possible general 
uh, generally corresponds to the schizoid and dependent personality disorder. Like they're literally yeah. going into mental illness territory. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Like I kind of did the best and worst as well. Mm-hmm. Cause I thought that was really interesting. And just, um, just to give a, a quick, uh, maybe I'll, I'll read mine as well, but so mine is level three, uh, or I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, type three, uh, which is the <laughs> achiever, um, generally, uh, Effective, competent, adaptable, goal-oriented, ambitious, organized, diplomatic, charming, into performance, and image consciousness. Um, And so that's just very general. And then if we look at the levels, so at level one, at their best, threes are self-accepting, inner-directed, and authentic, everything they seem to be, modest and charitable, self-depreciatory humor, and a fullness of heart emerge gentle and benevolent, which I thought was really interesting because a lot of what they focus on with this particular type is that the outward appearance is strong, confident, mm-hmm. wonderful, all that stuff. But a lot of times the inside doesn't match that. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's saying. It's like the outside matches the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on level nine, uh, the lowest and uh, most healthy, healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, threes become vindictive, attempting to ruin each other, ruin others' happiness relentless, obsessive about destroying whatever reminds them of their own shortcomings and failures. Psychopathic behavior generally corresponds to the narcissistic personality disorder. Dude. Yeah. Great villain. Yeah. Great villain character. Seriously. Yeah. So I I thought that was really interesting too, because, you know, on your worst days, Mm -hmm. you know, and for me, you know, like, do I ever think that I sink this low? No, I don't. But on my worst day or my most petty, I can feel echoes of that, you Mm -hmm. know? Maybe not the narcissistic personality disorder, but yeah, you know, um, relentless, sure, you know, or Mm -hmm. if I'm playing a board game and I'm losing, well, I'm going to attempt to ruin someone else's happiness, you know, (laughs) which is maybe not my best thing. And it's, it's good to kind of see that echoed and be like, oh shit, that's unhealthy. That's where you need to check yourself. And I think, I think this is a really cool test if you want to grow. If you personally want to grow, like I was reading through my main one, the peacekeeper one, and one of the first like um, parts of the relationship category, I believe, was like, we hate conflict, which basically we have been doing this for seven, eight, whatever <laughs> episodes now. That has been a main component of my entire personality test existence. But they're like, if you continue to avoid conflict, you're going to create more conflict, which is a hard lesson that I have learned in my real life. So just seeing that on paper is like, oof, mm-hmm. this is, this is, it's worth considering reading the rest of it to like, you know, cause it's just a good reminder. You might know mm-hmm. this yourself and you might understand this through lessons, but I think there might be lessons here that I'm not even aware of that I might need to be mindful of. Absolutely. And I mean, I think one of the great things about this expanded or extended version is that it really does give you a lot of food for thought and actionable Mm -hmm. things, you know? I mean, this whole section about personal growth recommendations, I mean, that's awesome. And And because these, I mean, because there's so many questions and, you know, you do get more than one type in your results page. I feel like you can kind of mold it to work for you. And I'm sure if you had some, if, if you were taking this as some sort of um, guided thing, there'd be even more takeaways and more kind of real life applications that people could 
apply it to. Mm-hmm. But even just, you know, for you and me reading this on our own, just for fun and our own development, I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot to take away. Yeah. I mean, the personal growth in general, that section is awesome. I Again, I was kind of like skimming through it a little bit and was like, although this will be very painful for, painful for you if your marriage has ended in divorce, blah, blah, blah. Like the way they word it is already in tune with how I'm hearing it. Does that, you know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like as the peacekeeper, they're like, they're already like, <laughs> okay, this is going to be difficult, but it's okay. <laughs> Here's what I have to say. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Like they're already taking that into consideration. And this is a long ass text. Like there's a lot involved in this. I, I was, I was very impressed. Yeah. I same. And it was kind of fun too. I mean, just like, this, this reminded me of the MBTI. They give examples of people who have this type mm-hmm. as well. Oh, I didn't even see that part. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these are, you know, these are people who not, who haven't necessarily taken it, but it's, um, you know, the, the, the test makers presumption mm-hmm. of these people. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't read through necessarily all of them, but you know, like the, it's always fun to see the, um, the fictional characters that they pick because mm-hmm. of course they're not real people, so they can pick them quite easily, mm-hmm. you know? So for for me, some of the ones that um, I thought were kind of fun to pick out, and I'll just go through, um, you know, real and fake, but Augustus Caesar. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, Lady what, Gaga. What type is this again? This is the Achiever. Achiever. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to be fair, all of the people on these lists will be Achievers because they're known in history or pop culture. Yeah. Um, or whatever. But, and then, like, Mad Men's Don Draper. Um, well, O.J. Simpson is not really. <laughs> Ooh, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's some, there's some interesting people on this Elvis. list. Elvis. Elvis, yeah. But, okay, you got Bill Clinton, where my peacekeeper, I got George W. Bush. Oh, And John F. Kennedy Jr. Okay. Wait, I, I missed the junior part, but still. Okay. You got... Um, well, I got Oprah. You got, where was it? What Beatle did? Paul McCartney, and I got um, Ringo Starr. <laughs> I, I, was feel, I feel a head. little offended by that. <laughs> Oh, poor Ringo. He gets a bad rap. I got Woody Harrelson, Ooh. Jason Segel. Oh, oh, I guess some funny people. Yeah. Okay. Matthew Broderick. He was like one of my first crushes. Really? That's adorable. Yeah. I feel like... There's but so some... is Will Smith, and he's on your list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I think... Um, so the website for um, oh, yeah. Enneagram, they yeah. actually have a lot of info. Yeah, this is... Uh, okay, of most of the tests we've taken, this is probably one of my most, I'm, I'm most impressed by this. Yeah. Except the career one is really cool, but that was specifically for careers. Yeah. Just as far as personality and also like a focus on growth, which is so important. They're actually like taking you, what is your lowest point? What is your highest point? We know who you are. Here, Here is your personality. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But how can you actually benefit that part of you? And, and what do you need to watch out for as far as, like, getting into a, a dark side of that trait? I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, I mean, it's cool because they send you this PDF. You can really sit down. You can absorb it. You don't have to do it all at once. And you probably shouldn't. There's so much information. But their website also has some other cool stuff. So, for example, 
they have these uh, like relationship combination or type combinations, oh. for example. So I wanted to see how we would jive. Oh. So you're type nine. Yeah. And so I'll click type three with type nine. And okay, so oh, it's a fairly common pairing. That's wow, cool. look at that. So the achiever and the peacemaker. Yeah. Aww. Aww. So, okay, so nines, which is you, bring enormous support, encouragement, and a sense of pride in the three's accomplishments. <laughs> threes, which is me, can feel that with the nine behind them, they're able to be themselves, explore their potential, and become the best mate, friend, or professional that they can be. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that's so cute. Threes can help nines to properly value themselves, have more self-respect, and to invest their own development. Nines can help threes relax and find enjoyment in simple things. Nines give them permission to not drive themselves so much. Both types also want to avoid conflicts <laughs> and put a positive spin on things. Oh, this is so fun. Threes yeah. focus on being positive and hopeful and are careful not to let people see them being down or depressed. Both are sociable, idealistic, and caring for children, animals, and the underdog. <laughs> oh, we're so nice. We are. What a good pair we make. Oh, three brings energy, personal ambition, flexibility, and the ability to set and achieve long-term personal goals and efficiency. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, they energize nines and bring change and excitement to the relationship, for sure. They feel like they can let their hair... Let down their hair and really be themselves well, with nine to accept them just as they are. Wow, this I'm just like skimming. This is There's a lot. Potential yeah. trouble spots. Um, oh, yeah. Anything stiff, sticking out there? Um, it can almost be a case of too much of a good thing. No, <laughs> never. That's, that's basically the best worst thing you can that have. That is. You know what I mean? Oh, I love that. <laughs> because, okay, because we're both attracted to keeping positive values in our in our lives alive and there can be so much attachment to comfort and stability that it becomes difficult to question the status quo and routines that they get into mm. oh, so we'd be too unwilling to kind of change and challenge each other yeah hmm. which is interesting because thinking about it you know most of the time when we get together we are like getting lunch mm -hmm. just us or mm -hmm. we're um, getting together with our other girl group mm -hmm. but doing like a happy hour or something like that which is kind of interesting because that is the pattern. Mm. But we did go to Ireland. We did go to Ireland. So there's that. Or but maybe we need to mix it up next time. Yeah, we can. Well, the podcast mixes it up a little bit. That's true. That's true. Though that is also now becoming a habit. Well, we just <laughs> we need to, we need to make our, our dudes take this. Ooh. At least the free version. Yes. Yeah. At least the free version. Mm -hmm. And then do the, and then maybe you can like come back and do like a follow up. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. That, yeah, I mean, because the only other person who's taken this besides you that I know is my mom. So What did she get? Do you remember? She got a one, and her secondary was an eight, the challenger, which was my, um, which was also in my top results. But, Type one? Oh, wow, that's, like, super low for me. Yeah, so she is, so that is the, uh, the reformer. Mm -hmm. um, Rational, but, idealistic, totally makes sense yeah. for your mom. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it was interesting to read, or like us together. It was it was good, um, uh, but it 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 was interesting because it was like oh, fighting for control over who's gonna like take over the planning or whatever, blah blah blah. Which was interesting because I feel like in certain parts of our lives that might have been the case, but now not really, mm -hmm. you know. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I don't think necessarily that these compatibility types are geared towards a familial relationship. And if it were, maybe it's more on a sibling level. Mm -hmm. Mother child or parent child is, I mean, it's a whole different ballgame. Whole different, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So should we tell everybody how to take this test? Yes. Uh, Enneagram uh, Institute.com is where we took the paid one and that's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M Institute you can figure that part out yeah (laughs) if you can't you google it google it Um, the free one is Mm ninetypes.com yep free 38 questions I believe 33 questions no 38 yeah 38 oh yeah yeah and then yeah you should take it. It's worth 12 bucks. If you think about it, it's like one cocktail. Yeah. And you get to a fucking buttload of information. Yeah. A lot of self-improvement. That's, you know, cocktail's not going to get you that far. How about this? Buy a cocktail. Take the test. As you're drinking the cocktail. There you go. It's like a two for one. Well, it's just two, two. But um, you will feel very happy after both of those yeah, things. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can justify it however you want, but yes. <laughs> I'm all about both of those things. Agreed. So, yeah, so take it. Take it. Um. (laughs) Thanks for listening.